0: Welcome to the Free Life Chapel podcast, where we help you discover and live the free life in Christ. We're so glad you set aside time to join and connect with us. I know you'll be impacted by and through today's message. Now let's jump into it. Here's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to to talk to you about letting your light shine. Letting your light shine. How many of you have ever heard the scripture where Jesus said, let your light shine? How many of you have heard that? You ever heard that little song, this little light of Mine"? I'm going to let it shine, let it shine. I don't know what that was. So, got it. Is that pretty good? That's pretty good. You think so? I got it. I still got it. I still got it. I ain't never lost it. I had it from the time I came out of the womb. I had it. I was dancing. I was. Most kids, when they come out, they're crying. I was, and I was dancing. I was like, hey, hey. No, anyway. But you guys know that. Like, let your light shine. I want to talk to you today about letting your light shine. How many of you feel like there is a part of you that you may be holding back? How many of you feel like there's a part of you that you may be holding back? How many of you feel like sometimes you're just not firing on all cylinders? Or how many of you are afraid sometimes to really be yourself or to share what you feel or to speak up? How many of you feel like sometimes you're holding yourself back? Come on, raise your hand. Yeah. I think we all do it. We all do it. And so the scripture here, this is where Jesus was talking. Here's what he said. Uh, It's Matthew 5, chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. Here's what Jesus said. Here's what he said. He said, you are the light of the world. You're a town built on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Say amen. Amen. That's a pretty cool scripture. Would you agree? It's sweet. It's got a a great essence to it. Um, I'm not a very predictable person. I don't like to be predictable. Um, So as I was doing this, I was like, well, what would be the predictable thing to do if i was going to talk about letting your light shine? Because that's what I felt like I was supposed to talk about today letting our light shine. And so I was like, what would be predictable? I was like, well, maybe predictable would be taking a flashlight, right? Shining it out. You're like, this is a light. Shines to the path, right? Light's an interesting thing. I was like, this is kind of predictable. Maybe I could do that. Maybe we could have somebody come up here with a mirror, and we could show them how how that we can reflect light sometimes. And sometimes we need to be a reflection of the light, right? Uh, We need to be a light into people's path. All these things would be predictable. Um, Light's an interesting thing. I'm a science guy. I don't know if you guys know much about light, but, you know, there's some things about light that are very interesting. Did you know that light can bend? Light can bend with gravity. Light, it will bend depending on the gravity of an object. Light can bend. Do you know also that light travels at the speed of 186,000 miles per second? That means that if you were to take a light, click it on, that the light beam could travel around the earth seven times in one second. That's how fast it moves. It moves quickly. But here's something else that's interesting about light. And I was thinking about this as the pastor was talking about the atmosphere that we're in. How many of you believe that atmosphere matters? Come on. Let me tell you something about atmosphere. You can write this phrase down. If you're taking notes, I would recommend writing this down. If you aren't taking notes, I would recommend writing it down anyway. Atmosphere is seductive. Atmosphere is seductive. So you've got to be really cautious of the atmospheres that you find yourself in because it can change you. If The atmosphere can change light and how it moves. You don't think an atmosphere could change you? If light beams shoot through water, they slow down. If you shoot light through a crystal, right, it it fragments it and slows it down. Light changes its speed. It moves very, very quickly, but it's adaptable. And if we're going to shine our light in this world, which I believe we're called to do based on this scripture, we're going to have to be adaptable so the predictable thing would be that Ronnie would come up here and go oh this is light this is what it does can I tell you what I want to talk to you about is I want to talk to you about how I believe that many of us have a very very bright light within us waiting to shine but we're hiding behind something so here's a question for you. I think that if we want better answers, we ask better questions. I always believe that questions are important. When I talk to my daughter Addison, i ask her questions. So what do you think about that? What did you see? What did you notice? What's going on? I ask questions. If you want better answers, you have to ask better questions. And so I want to leave you with a question as we segment, transition into this next segment. Here's the question. And I want you to type it out or write it out. What is it that you are hiding behind? You're hiding behind something. We all do. The scripture says nobody lights a candle and puts it under a bowl. You can't hide a city that's built on a hill. So why try and hide it? Many of us are hiding something. There's a facet of our being. There's the complexity of who it is that we are that we hide. We hide it. We pull it back. We restrain it because we're afraid of something. An enemy's gotten in their mind and said, hey, you can't do that. You can't stand up and be bold. You can't be put on the stand and let your light shine because what will they think of you? And so what do we do? We hide. How many of you know what what it feels like to hide? Come on, just to hide out. What's it feel like when you hide out? Makes it worse, doesn't it? (laughs) Like instead of confronting the thing that you're afraid of, when you go hide out and you tuck away, it actually makes the emotion worse. When you refuse to go into battle and you hide out, It makes that feeling that's causing you to want to hide amplified. It increases it. And the next thing you know, hiding out becomes your life. And you never see yourself as the version that I believe that God would like to see us as. The courage to not hide. The courage to say, hey, I can do this. The courage to be the leader. The courage to shine. It's something that I believe is missing in all of us. I believe we've been blessed with incredible gifts and talents, but many of us are hiding. How many of you say, "Come on, if you feel better, close your eyes so you don't have to look." But how many of you say you're hiding behind something? How many of you say that you're holding yourself back somewhere that you're trying to hide out because of maybe fear? How many of you? There's a version of you, yes. If you're not raising your hand, you're just afraid. It's fear. You're afraid the person next to you is going to judge you if you raise your hand. So you're hiding behind the approval of them. This is what we do. And so the question I have for you is where are you hiding? I'm going to give you a few things today that I believe can help you to step out and create more of the things that you would say that you want. How many of you have some things in your life that you have not achieved yet, but that you desperately want to achieve. Raise your hand. Yes, look around the room. I've been doing this for a long time now. Thousands and thousands of people around the world. And I can tell you, when I meet people, there's a version of people that they know needs to be expressed. There's a level that they need to get to. There's something that they know that they need to do. But yet, they're hiding out because. And so I want to give you a few things here that in my professional humble and accurate opinion. <laughs> some of you are like, give you some things that I believe we hide behind. Number one, first things first. This is a big one, and I'm going to share this one because this is one for me. Can I be open and, and, and vulnerable and transparent with you? This is a big one that many of us hide behind. Intellect. Many of us are hiding behind the idea that we need to be the smartest person in the room. And as a result of hiding behind intellect, we're afraid of engaging in deep conversation, asking good questions, afraid of listening, because if we stepped out and made ourselves more open to learning and growing, what happens is is we're afraid that if we open up a bit that we wind up getting hurt and so what do we do? We hide behind this intellect. We sit and we say, well, I'm the smartest person in the room. These people just don't get me. They don't understand me. We hide behind intellect. The first training I ever did, please hear me, the first training I ever did at NASA's Kennedy Space Center, not too far from here. I'll be back down here next month. I'm, doing a, I'm speaking for a company on, on, on the beach over there, the Space Coast, this this. Big companies asked me to come and keynote for them. The first training I did at NASA's Kennedy Space Center, one of the first things out of my mouth was, you guys, biggest problem is that you think you're the smartest person in the room. And I said, because of that, many times you won't work with the people that are right next to you that may have an answer, some insight, or some wisdom that you don't have, and so you hide behind this intellectual barrier, and it keeps you from working alongside, connecting with, and being congruent with the people that you are called to work with, to share ideas with, to serve with, and to grow with. You hide behind your intellect. Let me tell every single one of you in here, you're not the smartest person in this room, you're not the smartest person in your family, you're not the smartest person in this town, you're probably not the smartest person in this church, right? Most of the time, if you're honest, you'll know you don't know what's going on at all. Am I right or am I right? How many of you have ever done this before? Have you ever been like, yep, this is, what's, this is how it's gonna go? And then you went and did the thing, you're like, it didn't go anything like how I thought it was going to go. I was wrong. I was wrong. Listen to me hiding behind intellect, it's a safe place to hide, but it will rob you of so much potential of blessing that you could experience in your life. Because you're not willing to come off of it, be present, recognize that we're all in this equally, and that there are things in other people that you can learn from and that you can grow from. I said this this morning. It's hard to treat people like a 10 if secretly you believe they're a 1. So when people come and talk to me after... An event's over, right? Like people come to me, and, and you know, I've, I've said hello to my daughters and my family, and it's, it's you know, I say hi to them really quick when it's over, and then I go stand out in a lobby or a, a table or so and so forth. People will come to me, and and how many of you know that after you've done work, sometimes that you can be a little bit exhausted, a little bit tired. How many of you get tired after you've done done work? How many of you, at the end of the day, you're tired? Like you, like I'm tapped. Sometimes I'm tapped. Can I just be honest? I'm tapped. And and I'll meet someone after I'm done speaking. And I've been talking, like yesterday we did a few hours, and and someone will come up to me, and you know what they'll say? They'll say, hey, I'm thinking about starting a business. I'm thinking about writing a book. I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think, right? And there's 10 other people, and people will approach me, and they'll want to talk about that. Cindy, you know what I do? What has helped me so much to make sure that I'm present in conversation, and I would recommend that you guys try this, because it will help you a ton. It will help you a ton. When you meet someone, and they're talking to you, project onto them that maybe they're one of the smartest people that you'll ever meet in your life. When someone says to me, hey, I want to start a business, I immediately project onto them how I'm speaking to them. I think, you know what? This person is going to be a great business owner. They're going to be a strong entrepreneur. They're going to make a huge impact in the world. They're going to make a difference. Man, they know stuff I don't know. And so guess what it does? It causes me to treat them with a different amount of respect and to be more present in the conversation instead of getting into my head and thinking, oh, I'm the smartest one in this conversation. No, no, no. You can miss out on so many things that are deep within people because you're hiding behind intellect. You're welcome. How many of you do that sometimes? Like you go somewhere and you just know, you're like, oh, these people here, man. Whoo. They just don't even get it. You ever done that before? Come on. How many of you have ever done that before? You walked in, you just judging, everybody thinking they ain't smart as me. They're not smart as me. No, no. You ever done that before? You ever go to a family reunion? Have you done it? Went to family loom like, Uncle Joe, you know him. Uncle Joe, he ain't that smart. He ain't going to say nothing good. Don't stay away from Uncle Joe. He don't know nothing. You see? Your intellect, you can hide behind it, and it can keep you from letting your light shine. Say intellect. intellect. Here's another thing that we hide behind. This, is, this one's a big one. A lot of times we'll hide behind another person. Many of us, many of us hide behind someone else and we're afraid of stepping into the forefront and being the leader that we've been called to be. You ready for this? Everybody wants to be first at being second. It's easy to let Pastor Scott come up here and preach with courage. It's easy to sit back. Let him come up here and be fired. It's easy to let Caleb and Cindy stand on this platform. It's easy to let the worship team dig in and give their best. But then when I go into the grocery store, I don't have to operate from that at all. I can just hide back. I'll let those people be the ones that are the leaders. No, 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 no. Do you understand? I'm not trying to be first at being second. I'm trying to be first at being first with the things that I have been created to be. It's time for us to stop hiding behind other people and taking our rightful space in what it is that we were created to be. I'll tell you a story about how my wife and I met. She came to work for me. I sold a property years ago to a friend of mine named Perry. And and, and when I was talking to Perry, I said, hey, Perry, I need some help. Perry's like the nicest guy in the whole world, right? He's so sweet. And I just said in passing, Perry, I need some help. And this is 19 years ago. We're talking, and I said, Perry, I just need some help. I just need an assistant. I need somebody to just help me do these things. We got, you know, a lot of things going on. I just need some help. Perry calls me the next day and says, hey, I'm sending somebody to your office. I said, okay. My wife comes to my office, shows up. She'll tell you. I had a TV flat screen in my, on my wall. I was watching Bishop T.D. Jakes. I know y'all believe that. In between some of my phone, I was making it happen. Don't think I was lazy wasting time. I wasn't. I was making things happen. I was watching Bishop Jakes, and anyway, my wife gets there. She shows up. I hire her. Well, she starts working for me, and then my wife dares me. This after we've been together for a little bit. is working for me. She dares me to have something with her. She dared me to go on a date with her. She said, I dare you. I don't don't pass up dares. Like, you dare me. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? And now, here we are, 19 years later. She was working for me. Now I'm working full-time for her. And the, listen, the VP of the company is sitting right beside her. Our little CFO, Kennedy's running around here somewhere. And now, guess what? I'm working for them. But please make no mistake about this. I want you to understand this. Someone might look at my wife and say, oh, you hide behind Ronnie. No, 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 no. Listen, there's many times where she's going in front of me, ahead of me, and saying, listen, babe, you can do this. There's times where I doubt myself. There's times where I wonder, can I keep doing this? There's times where I wonder, do I have what it takes to go to this next place? I mean, there's an invite coming. We got an email last week. It's a multi-billion dollar company, an aerospace company, interested in having me speak to them. There's times those emails come in and I go, can I do this? When I went to NASA the first time, can I do this? American Express headquarters in Manhattan, Wall Street, can I do this? She's in front of me going, baby, you can do this. You got this in front of me or standing beside me, locking arms with me. There's no hiding behind one another in this relationship. Some of us, wait a minute, hang on. Oh, thank you. Yes, clap. That's when somebody does like the swan dive off the balcony. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But sometimes we get in relationship, and what can keep us from having our light shine is that we hide behind somebody else. Many of you are hiding behind a brother or a sister. You're hiding behind a mom or a dad. You're hiding behind somebody that you went to school with and you thought, wow, they had it figured out and, and they know what they're doing, but I can't. And you're hiding behind this image of them. You wind up hiding behind a person it'll keep you from letting your light shine. Yes, sir. And really quickly, here's the last little thing because I, I want to talk to you about the problem and I want to give you the, the solution for us to be able to shine. There's one more thing that many of us are hiding behind and I want all of you to hear me on this one. This one's very, very important. One of the things that we're hiding behind is the idea that we're too busy. Say, I'm busy. busy. How many of you feel like you're busy sometimes? Yeah, but how many of you know you're not as busy as you say you are? Let's be honest. How many of you, you you get a text sometimes and you'd be like, I could respond right now, but I don't need them to know that I'm busy. (laughs) You're not busy. I do a, th- a mastermind, we, we call it a mastermind, and, and, and I got a lot of business owners that will come in and they'll be with me, and we got them in different states come in, different industries and so forth. One of the first things we ever did in this mastermind is I laid the groundwork for these guys. I said, I want you all to understand that you aren't that busy. Some of them companies making hundreds of millions of dollars. Some of them making huge, huge profits, doing amazing things. But you know what I remind them? You're not that busy. I'm, saying, oh, I'm just so busy, I, I, I can't do this. No, You know what? Busy is a diversion. Please write this down. If you're not taking notes, write it down. If you are taking notes, write it down twice, whatever you need to do. Let me tell you this. The difference between busy and productive are as far apart as lightning and a lightning bug. Busy and productive. Many of us have what are called to-do lists. How many of you have a to-do list? Yes, busy will tell you to get a to-do list. Success will tell you to create what's called a success list. Less is more. Less is more. We're talking about taking light here. Do you know that you could take the same amount of energy, 50-watt light bulb, dial it down, and 50 watts that lights a small light bulb can cut through steel because it's focused. It's dialed in. Many of us aren't focused on creating the thing that we know that we need to do. We're hiding behind this idea that we are busy. You're not that busy. None of us are. I didn't work out day. I didn't exercise. You ain't that busy. If you had to, would you? Yes. I'm sorry if I'm scratching a little bit. Is it okay if I scratch just a little bit? Please don't get offended at this. If you do, it's on you. But I mean, I'll still sleep okay. But hear me you aren't that busy. So true. So true. Figure out what things you know you need to do to help you let your light shine and do those things. You're not that busy. Say, I'm not that busy. I'm not that busy. Say, you ain't either. You ain't either. So stop acting like it. <laughs> Don't know, anyway. So Wipe the sweat off my brow. <laughs> We were talking about earlier today. Any of you guys ever been to church when they like people get slain in the spirit and they lay the cloth down over? you ever, any of you went to church like that? You ever wonder sometimes if people were really in the spirit or if they were just doing it for attention? I mean, I'm just asking, did you ever wonder that? I mean, it's not on you to decide. Like you can imagine somebody's over there laying out and somebody's just laid the little towel on them and lay out and you just run over you're like, get up. You ain't that busy. Get up. But I'm busy with the Lord. No, you ain't. You need to get up and get busy with them goals. Mm, mm-mm. Hiding behind busy. Here's what I'm doing. Here's how I want to finish out. How many of you know sometimes you're hiding? I told you, ask yourself the question. Where are you hiding? Come on. Where are you hiding? What are you hiding behind? Who is it? Whatever it is. Here's what I do. I want to go from hiding. Now I want to go to shining. Here's what I want to tell you to shine. Can I give you just a few things to help you shine? These are things that I've seen, corporate world, business world, around the world, where I've been. These are things that I've seen help people to shine. How many of you want to shine just a little brighter? Come on. How many of you do what, want to do what the scripture says? I want to shine just a little brighter. Be a little more noticeable. I said this yesterday. Listen, if you want to attract good people into your life, you have to make yourself more attractive. And so what that means is you're going to have to shine a little brighter. Yeah. If you act mediocre, you'll produce mediocre. Yeah. And so what we got to do is we got to say, okay, what do I need to do so that I can shine? Five things I'm going to give them to you really fast. You ready for them? Say, I'm ready. ready. If you want them, say, I want them. I want them. First thing you got to do, I believe, to shine is serve. Amen. Yeah. Somewhere, serve, somewhere. Be about something bigger than you. Here's what I said. I said it earlier. When you have kids, you realize it's no longer about you. It's about something bigger. Your capacity gets expanded. You start to serve, serve your family, serve the church, serve at your job. The first time I went to the headquarters in Arizona to speak at American Express. How many of you have an American Express? You guys know American Express? (laughs) Pastor said earlier, he's like, "Um, uh, if you've enjoyed your sessions with Zoom, you can thank Ronnie. And I was thinking, yeah, that's right. And I'm thinking, if you enjoy paying your American Express bill, you can thank Ronnie. And I was like, nobody likes paying their bills. Wouldn't it be something if you could just swipe all your credit cards all the time, never have to pay them back? Like no limit? Man, come on. But I went to American Express headquarters in Arizona to speak to it the first time. And there were about, I don't know, three, maybe 300 chairs in the room. And we get there, and they have these little rolling, little plastic chairs, very nice, but you can click the wheels on them, get them to stop. You can unclick it and roll them around. Like you could literally take the chair and just kind of hit it and spin it, you know, and it would just roll. These people are straightening these chairs up. And so when I get into the room, I notice, like we're getting ready to start this event, 10, 15 minutes, and there are people arranging the chairs in a straight line. And so, guess what I did? I went over and started helping, <laughs> right? I'm like, uh, I started doing it. The lady, the lady's like, no, 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 no. whoa, 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 Mr. Dallas, Mr. What are you doing? What are you doing? He's, says, you, no, 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 you, you're the, you're the, you're the speaker. You, we, we know you, we, we're going to do this. And and I appreciated it, but here's what I said in my mind. What I said in my mind was, ma'am. I'm just grateful to be here. And if it means that I'll straighten up the chairs or pick up some trash off the floor or walk a table in or stand outside and greet people, if it means that I need to wipe off a counter or spray down a window or whatever to make this event great, I want you to know, I'm just grateful to be at the table. So I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that this is good. I got invited back. And I wonder if I got invited back just because I did such a bad job the first time and they was hoping that I would clean it up the next time. You ever wondered that? <laughs> but no, I've been invited back many times. And we'll be invited back again. I can tell you that. Why? Because I have no problem serving. Good. The second thing that you need when it comes to, to shining, something that will cause you to stand out, stand out amongst other people, is what I call honor. And humility. Humility. The people, I know Pastor Scott could tell you this in meeting people, you know the most influential and effective people, I'm talking really effective people that make a huge impact on the planet. I know you were just with Pastor Hagee. We've talked about this before, a a giant in the faith, humble knows details. I've heard Pastor Cindy tell me that knows details about the family, knows specifics about them, humble enough to care about the details in another person's life, never thinking you're superior. I don't need to know that. If I can remember your name, I will. I'll be as humble as I can, honoring as I can to you, because guess what? If it weren't for God's grace and God's goodness... I wouldn't be here in the first place. I think that works for all of us, so I can surely honor you and be humble. When you get around people that are willing to ask good questions and listen, it's different than getting around people that are always trying to vomit something on you and tell you how you need to do it. Humility is a beautiful thing. If you want to shine bright, honor in humility. It'll cause you to stand out, I promise you. Next thing it causes us to shine, this is a big one. I call this one, taking initiative. Powerful phrase, the time is now. Powerful phrase, I'm not waiting. Powerful phrase, I'm not going to procrastinate. You know what they say procrastination is? They say procrastination is the art of keeping up with yesterday. Procrastination is a thief that will never get caught. I'm not waiting. I'm not procrastinating. There's too much, too much It depends on me doing what I need to do. I'm going to take the initiative and I'm going to shine. Last couple of things here and we're going to be done. If you want to shine, if you want to do what you've been called to do, produce the result that in your heart, you know you were put here to do. You're going to have to decide that no matter what, You'll never quit. That I'm in this for the long haul. If for some reason God takes me off the planet and I'm done tomorrow, I left everything that I had on the field, I can look at God and say, God, I gave it everything I had. I wasn't perfect, but I gave my all. I never, ever quit. Here's what's really powerful about the never quit principle, and I talk a lot about this is that once you decide that you'll never quit, it actually frees you up to be creative and do with it what you wanna do versus being reactive to this emotion of, oh my gosh, I have to do this. No, 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 you don't have to, you get to. There's a chance here for you to shine. If you never quit, it removes a lot of the variables out of the equation of things that you need to figure out. I ask this question all the time, if you do quit, then what? You know, when I go run, do something else, I'll try something else. And here's what I'll tell you. You run, you try something else, it's going to be a different place, it'll be a different face, but it'll be the same test. And until you push through and never quit, you'll never shine to the level that you could. Say shine. Shine. And here's the last thing I want to give you. When Jesus said, hey, don't, don't light the candle, hide it under a bowl, Put it on a stand, let your light shine. Here's one of the most important things that I believe you and I can do to help our light shine, and that is expect good things to come your way. Expect and anticipate that your future is gonna be more fun, it's gonna have more passion, it's gonna have more joy more abundance, more opportunity, more love, more purpose, more significance, more of all the things that you hope for. Your future is full of those things and will be full of those things, but you got to expect it. Because when you expect it, you walk into an atmosphere and you're not necessarily waiting on all the circumstances to line up. You're changing the atmosphere with your expectation of something good happening. And I want you to know, that the world is looking for some people that are willing to shine. Don't let CNN, NBC, MSNBC, Google, whoever, take away your expectation that your future will be much better than your past. I said it yesterday. I'm not where I'm going to be. I'm not where I used to be. Things are getting better for me. I'm in process and I expect them to be good. So start expecting things to go well and things will go well for you. If you enjoyed today's message, we invite you to connect with us by following us on our social media platforms or through our website at freelifechapel.org. Thank you for joining us today. Have a wonderful week.